Hello, podcast listeners. Welcome to episode something like 45. I should have definitely had that figured out beforehand. Excuse me, episode 45. Yes, I was correct, of Anime Double Play. Unfortunately, we are riding solo for, I guess, half this episode. Um, Mary is out with her boyfriend, finger-popping each other's assholes, something like that. So, we're here solo. It's, uh... February 14th, so I think it's like Cupid Day or something like that. So we're going to feel real bad doing this by ourselves for the first half, but that's okay. I don't mind. There are definitely worse things than doing a podcast by yourself on Valentine's Day. So I guess I'm just going to go through a little bit of what I've done this week. (coughs) Excuse me, I'm coughing a lot. So what did I do this week? I burnt my mouth on this cup of tea that I drank earlier today. I did the same thing last week too. Feels pretty bad. I don't do well with really hot liquid. That's very unanime related, but I noticed since my mouth is a, uh, I feel it right now. Just wanted to throw that out there. But in terms of anime, I've been listening to like a ton of anime music. I mentioned last week a lot of One Piece stuff. Um, listening to that Darling the Franks opening a lot. It's really good, and the animation's really good in that opening. We're going to talk more about Darling of the Franks as I get into it more, but that song is really good. I assume they made it specifically for the uh, for the anime since they mentioned Darling and Kissing a lot, and that's like obviously in the show, Darling of the Franks, but um, it's kind of cool that they did that regardless. So I've been listening to that a lot. I've been listening to the Neon Genesis Evangelion opening. Oh my god, I feel like I'm about to throw up. I ate pizza right before this, and that was such a mistake. Mm. <coughs> Alright, I'm back. Right, the Neon Genesis Evangelion opening. That song's really good, too. And that opening's really good. I was gonna try to watch it a couple days ago. I was like, oh, maybe it's on VRV. So I went to watch it. It's not on VRV, which feels pretty bad, but um, <coughs> that's okay. I'm going to watch it eventually because it's like a anime staple. And it's only 26 episodes. It's like one of the most favorite famous anime ever. Also, I've been listening to Ready, Steady, Go fair, fair bit. That is like the quintessential anime opening from the original Fullmetal Alchemist. Song's really fun. I never even watched the original Fullmetal Alchemist. I read it. Well, I read like the Fullmetal Alchemist. And <clears throat> I guess I didn't. I didn't really watch much of Brotherhood either. Like, I've watched, like, the cool fight scenes and things like that, but I never really got, like, super, super into it. Outside just reading it, just because the manga is really good. And I caught up, like, right before it was about to end. I think I only read it monthly for, like, a year, and then it ended. Which was kind of disappointing that I went through all that time without having the joy of Fullmetal Alchemist. But back then, I was reading, like, so much stuff that... I didn't feel like I was missing out because I, I was like reading Naruto and One Piece. I assume I was reading Katekyo Hitman Reborn and Bakuman at the time. I probably probably was reading some other stuff as well. <coughs> but that was that was a while ago. I might have been in like a Hikaru no Go phase at the time too during that year. But finally watched or read Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood. But that opening, Ready, Steady, Go, even though I didn't really watch the anime... Like, you still knew that opening because it was, like, 
God said back then. So listen to that. Uh, just like listen to random Nightcore anime stuff. Watching, I didn't watch a ton. I've been, last two days, I've been watching My Love Story, also called Ore Monogatari. And Mary's going to be so mad that I'm talking about this without her. Because she's been telling me to watch this anime for so long. And I was like, yeah, whatever. It's about some, like, really tall dude who, like, dates some, like, really chibi, cute girl. Typical anime romance. And it's pretty good. I'm not, like, in love with it. It's really long. It's, like, well, it's longer than I thought. I thought it was going to be one season, but it's two. So it's 26 episodes. I'm not really sure what they're going to do with the story in this one. I've watched, like, 12 episodes of it. And after, like, episode three or four, it's just kind of, excuse me, jeez. It's just kind of them doing cute things. You learn a little bit more about the uh, the main character's best friend. Whatever his name is. I can't remember names of anime characters, as you guys know. What's his name? Uh, oh, Suna. You, you learn a little bit more about him, <coughs> which is pretty cool. Um, but there's not much of like a major progression going on. They like held hands or something. But it's fun. I'm going to keep watching it. I'll probably finish it. And I got to update that. I think I'm 12 episodes in. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Jeez, I'm having a hard time. I don't have too much more to go, which isn't that bad. But worth watching? Eh, it's kind of. There are worse things to watch, for sure. And there are better things to watch. Better romance anime, for sure. Oh, got an 8 on Mal. Oh, that's pretty high. Pretty high. I muted myself. Keep coughing. I don't know what's going on. I didn't do any talking today, so I think I'm having a hard time at this point. But what else? I didn't really watch anything else. I watched a lot of LCS this weekend. Watched all the EU and NA League of Legends games. That was pretty fun. Clutch Gaming went 2-0. Let's go. But anyway, let's just jump into the weeklies because I don't have many. By that, I mean I don't really have any. (laughs) I have two, one of which didn't air. So there's no Sengatsu no line this week. That feels bad. They're putting it on hiatus, I think, two more weeks after this one because of the Olympics. Japan wants to showcase... All their awesome, I don't know, figure skating, Yuri on Ice bullshit. So, no uh, Sengatsu no line this week, unfortunately. And it was it was getting pretty good. We had a really good last episode. I was really hyped when I was talking about it. So, kind of disappointing we, we're going on hiatus with that. But that means we get more Sengatsu no line for longer, which isn't bad. All right. Now, jumping into <clears throat> the only thing that... I can really talk about this week is everyone's favorite of the season, as far as I'm concerned, Darling in the Franks, which I already talked about the opening a little bit. But this episode was pretty cool. Um, We see that... I gotta click on their page so I remember the characters' names because Mary's not here to get mad at me for it. Hero, um, he's got some blue shit growing on his chest. Seems like he's turning into like part Klaxosaur, so he's kind of becoming what Zero Two is. That's my guess, because those Klaxosaurs have blue blood, so maybe he's like, 
becoming one or like partial one. I don't really get how Zero Two can be part Klaxosaur. I mean, if you look at those things, I don't really think having sex with one of those is possible. So she's like partially not human. I don't know. We still got a little bit more developing of her character and her backstory to go. But Hero is in a tough spot for sure. He looks pretty bad. But he just wants to be flying in his Gundam and will do anything because he wants to be useful in this like really kind of fucked up society thing. <clears throat> but we learned a little bit more about the world. I like how they do it. They make it pretty subtle how they do it. It's not just like we're going to cut to some thing that's going to tell us about the world that we're in. It's like very subtle. They just kind of bring it up in conversation. And they do it with um when they're talking to that other team. They have uh it's like those other kids or parasites, whatever they're called. They're like, oh, yeah, your group is special. You guys, like, made names. Like, <clears throat> we don't see, like, those other kids. Like, we don't know anything about them. So who knows what happens to the kids that don't become adults. And it makes it seem like grownups are, like, it's, like, amazing that there are grownups in this world. And <clears throat> so it kind of gives a little bit more mystery into that, but a little bit more insight as well. We know that their group of people is pretty special. One, like, Hero obviously gave them names, but that's something that is, like, they all think is really weird. The people in the other group. Two, their mechs are all, like, personalized, kind of, which is weird that, like, it's one thing to call them by their names because Hero made those names. So it's not like Papa or, like, any of the adults would, like, call them by those names. Like, even if they do... Like, they might, they might not, right? But to, like, personally design the mechs kind of af after their personalities designed, like, in regards to that is kind of specific. Like, they were known as, like, a test group, but there must be something special about them. We don't know yet. Or really, if there really is anything special, maybe they just kind of made their mechs more interesting because, oh, excuse me, because they have plot armor and their main characters, but... um. It's something we're going to learn about, hopefully. I don't know if they'll touch too much on why they got customizable mechs, but if there's something special about their group that um, that other section of Parasites we're referring to, then maybe we'll learn a little bit more. And again, this anime has so much going on right now. It can really go deep. I'm really happy that it's two seasons, because if it was only like four episodes left, we would learn basically nothing. <clears throat> and I'm actually amazed at its score right now on Mal. It's sitting at 7.96. One, like, I talked about this before. I don't really think it's fair to kind of judge an anime before it's completed. Um, which seems kind of hypocritical because, like, they're anime I don't finish. But within reason, right? Like, if something's boring, I'm not going to watch the whole thing just so, like, maybe it gets better. But this anime is pretty damn good. It's got a lot going on. I think it's really fun. It's got a little sexual innuendos going on. Just, just a little bit... Uh, just, like, throwing around a little bit. Guys just, like, riding girls and things like that. But, you know, it's a, it's anime. It comes with the territory. But, um, it's got 7.96, though. I think it should be higher. I'd, I'd probably give it an 8 right now. But if I had to give it between, like, I'd probably want to give it more like an 8.4. But I can't give 8.4 or 8.9 on Mal. It's just 8 or 9. And I thought more people would edge towards the 9 than the 7. 
<clears throat> like, I would definitely say it's closer to a 9 than a 7 so far. Like, with the, the music and the animation, it's got, like, good character development. We've been learning a lot. The world's super in-depth. Like, this is not, like, a 7 anime. This is not, like, something... I don't know. What, what could I compare it to that I gave a 7? Something that's, like... Doesn't have nearly as much going on as this. Like, ultimately, this one has to kind of wrap up and end really well. But, like, something that's, like, a lot simpler as I scroll down and take a look. Um, I don't know. Something like Black Cat. I gave a 7. Gunslinger Girl. I mean, Gunslinger Girl is not, like, super in-depth or anything. But, um... Oh, sorry, someone texted me and I got distracted. Um, Gunslinger Girl isn't, like, super in-depth, but it's still good. Like, you kind of, like, from the first couple of episodes, you kind of get the gist of it. It doesn't develop, like, a ton of ton, but it's still, like, enjoyable to watch. Now I'm curious. What do people... See, Gunslinger Girl has 7 point... Ugh, excuse me. Ugh, I'm having a hard time, podcast. I'm going to die on air, even though we're not on air since this is a recording. <coughs> but it has a 7.52... Which I think is a fair rating for that. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to think about it a little more. I think that makes sense. I give it a 7. I could totally see why people give it an 8. It's pretty well done. But that world is like so much less going on, right? They don't like try to develop the world as much. You're more developing like the um, the relationships between the, the robot cyborg girls. And uh, I don't want to say masters. That's like seems like super weird to say. But like handlers dads that also sounds weird we're just gonna go with uh the grown-up guys right like that i gave a seven <clears throat> but something like darling the franks has a lot more going on the world's really exciting definitely gonna right now it's kind of sitting at an eight for me and it could go up but we'll see how it goes maybe it's kind of shit and it doesn't end well and i end up downgrading it but i'm very excited about this and one last thing we have to talk about from that episode. There's a lot to talk about this episode. It was a good one. We had the uh, the conversation in the rain between Zero Two and Ichigo. That throws me off. I, every time I hear Ichigo, I just think of Ichigo Kurosaki from Bleach. But she is an Ichigo. And she like basically admits that like she really likes the dude. Which isn't surprising at all. <laughs> but they do have like a, a pretty interesting back and forth. She like she like hits her. So Ichigo, I guess, is like kind of the leader of the their group. I don't know like if that's something that the adults told her, but she's like kind of in charge. And she's trying to be like all authoritarian with uh Zero Two, who obviously doesn't give a fuck. And it was a cool conversation. Um ended with zero two getting hit and her like having these like crazy eyes and really kind of i think the one takeaway from that conversation that whole scene is how like she looks so human but she still isn't human and she kind of gives you that like red crazy eye look towards the end and she's like you humans are fucking psychopaths like i thought that was pretty cool it, they're just trying to like re-emphasize that like yeah she's like not normal don't forget that like She's, I don't know what it is about her or anything, which we'll learn, but it was a very cool scene. And then it rains at the end because she wanted it to rain. And then, like, I, I guess they just fast forward to the scene of um, her and 
Haruto. Why do I say Haruto? Haruto is from Kakamiki Valve Hero. Another mech anime. Very good. Watch it. Um, go back to Hero and her, and she's like, oh, like, you might die. Like, are you so cool with this? And he's like, yep, we're, we're doing it. And she's like, hoo-hoo, you're the best. And she's just, like, kind of psycho. Like, definitely not human. She's like, yeah, like, you might die, but if you do, like, then you're kind of useless. And he's like, yeah, pretty much. So it's pretty exciting. I'm pumped for this upcoming fight. Hopefully we get two episodes of kind of like a, a battle thing. And then we'll see where it goes. Whew, I spoke about this one for a while. So, I mean, I don't have much more to say about this or really nothing. I'm just going to s- skip forward and move on um, to Wolf's Reign, I guess. I guess last departing word on this. Sanime is really good. If you're not watching it, go ahead and watch Darling in the Franks. And if you like sexual innuendos, you're going to like this as well. All right. Since that's the only weekly thing I'm watching that aired this week, because I'm not going to watch um, Ancient Magus Bride anymore. I think that anime is not good. I think they're doing a horrible job with it. Actually, now I'm curious. What's it rating right now? 8.51 on Mal. That's amazing. I don't understand why people like this show. I just don't think it's very exciting. And it has nothing to do with it being like um, like a slice of life or anything like that. There's like, there's just not much of a story moving it. And we talk about this every single week. I feel like a broken record. But they really have this cool in-depth world with a lot of different creatures, a lot of different like parts of the world, really, like places where dragons live and elves or fairies, whatever they're called. And they just don't do anything with it. Like, I still don't get what is the point. Like, what are what's the aim? What is the goal? There is none. It feels bad. But obviously, I'm in the minority because people seem to really like it. It has an 8.51. I mean, that's a pretty high score, ranked number 100. So there aren't that many anime that are above 8.5 on this website. So maybe I'm just missing something. Maybe I want, I'm expecting too much. I'm not sure. Leave uh, leave a comment if you think me and Mary are idiots for hating this anime. But I just wanted, I want a little bit more out of it to really draw me in. All right, let's hop over to Wolf's Reign because Mary left her comments on Twitter about it. I didn't read them because when she posted them, I hadn't watched it yet and I don't want to take you guys through it now, but I think it's getting a little confusing. Everything kind of makes sense up till the, the eye patch guy and the woman who's, who has the ex-husband there, that thing going on. I'm not sure. So eye patch guy is somehow related to like some nobles that are somehow involved with the uh, the flower maiden. Okay, but who is he? I mean, the dude wears like shoulder pads larger than a running back, and he has an eye patch. I mean, like, where does this guy live? Like, I'm assuming he wasn't the guy that uh. No, he wasn't the guy that took the flower maiden in the first place. That was a different guy, I think. See, I'm not even sure. They kind of look similar. 
but I'm not entirely sure. See, this is why I'm confused. So this is Lord Dacia the Third. Yeah, I think they're different guys. Well, that dude's totally weird. I don't get like he wants the flower maiden for like some reason, and he mentioned paradise, but he's not a wolf. I'm not sure if I'm confused because there's just needs to be more explaining, or I'm just not that smart. Um, it could totally be the second reason. I wish Mary was kind of here to um, quell my my concerns, but it is a little confusing. But overall, I still like the story a lot. I'm still loving the design. The old school animation feels really cool. We had a cool scene in episode 10 where Cheza helps them get through the uh, the cave. I want to know what's up with that owl. The owl that was like spitting rhymes. It's like the uh, It's like a Cheshire cat, you know? So I guess I should mention, this was episodes 9 and 10 we watched, if anyone's still watching along with us. This anime has a 7.9 score. Seems kind of appropriate, but I'm excited to see where it goes. Hopefully it gets even better. Um, did we have anything else really going on? Oh, we had that like weird intro scene where the uh, ex-husband guy was like getting information from the uh, that chick who's like, oh yeah, I want like, fuck you. I was like, what the hell? This is so bizarre. So that was a weird scene, but good for him if he got some, I guess. Gotta always have a little bit of anime cest going on. But I guess that kind of wraps up what I thought of the two episodes. Still pretty excited about where this goes. I like seeing the wolves. We got a little bit more character development out of uh, the old guy whose name is Quent Yiden. Yiden Quent. I don't think anyone really calls him anything, though. But that's what it says his name is. He's a cool character. Learned a little bit more about his past. Apparently some wolves burned his house down, killed his family, and he got mad. Learned a little bit more about Blue. That Blue is part wolf, I guess. Part wolf, full wolf. I think Chesa said part wolf. But uh, we'll see where that goes. It's kind of spoiler, but... <laughs> oh, man, this sucks. I'm on the My Anime List page, and they show a picture of Blue, but it's not a dog. It's a human. So that feels super bad. But I guess uh, I guess we'll get to see that eventually. So that's something to look forward to. <laughs> Minor spoiler there. But, I mean, if she's part wolf, then he or she should be able to do whatever they want. Turn human, turn to a tree. I don't know. Pretty excited about this anime. We'll see where it goes. And that's kind of all I've got for my weeklies and Wolf's Reign. So I'm going to do some, or Mary's going to edit a little bit. So we jump into part two, which I'm bringing on a very special guest to join me for the second half of this anime. Another series of, uh, what is it called? Interviews with anime fans. So Mary's going to do some cropping and we're going to hop right into it. It's going to be so smooth transition you won't even know. Zing, crappie. See, it's like perfect. It's like I didn't just take 20 minutes to do something else in between talking. So, uh, hopefully, Mary did a good job cropping that. But anyway, for you guys, nothing, no time has passed. But for me, some time has passed. And I went and snagged uh, our guest for the podcast, 
we're bringing another anime fan what's our thing it's called like interviews with anime fans or some shit like that we came up with so we're doing that because mary is out with maiku doing whatever they do on february 14th so we are here with a friend of mine who recently got into anime uh started watching it like a year and a half ago or some shit maybe less maybe just like a year but she's here now. Her name's Amy. She might have mentioned on the podcast before. I'm not sure. But she's here. Say hi, Amy. Hi. Hi. She's here. We are t- chatting via Discord. So if anything sounds weird, blame those bastards. <laughs> so I guess we're just going to kind of jump into what we usually chat about. Um, we usually just ask people, like... How'd you get into anime and things like that? Even though I, I kind of already know that answer, but, um, yeah, yeah, it was kind of because of you. Yeah, I told her to watch anime, and she was like, "Oh yeah, that sounds like a good idea." And now she's a huge weeb, so she did it. Yeah. We converted her. <laughs> I just started watching it, and I didn't tell you for yeah. the first like <laughs> month of me watching it. <laughs> yeah. What What was the first anime you watched? Garen Logan. Garen Logan. What a great first anime. Yeah, it was amazing. Did you watch it? And you, were you just like, oh, wow, this anime thing like isn't really weird and lame? It's actually kind of cool? Or were you like, eh, I don't know. It's kind of whatever. Yeah, the animation was incredible. I mean, because I'm used to watching like other like cartoon-type stuff. And this was just so much better than anything I've seen. And the storyline was definitely really cool. Yeah, everyone loves Kamina. Oh, Kamina. Episode yeah, 8. Yeah. Feels cool. bad. But... Mm. And the animation's really good. And the anime came out in, like... I think it came out in 2006 or 2007. So it's super old now. It's, like, over 10 years old. Which, for anime, that's a lot. But for humans, not as much. But it feels kind of bad. Thinking that, like, Gurren Logan's like, kind of old school now. But the animation is still really awesome. I mean, it, it's very highly acclaimed. It's it's a good first anime. It's it's one of the few that I would recommend for a, you want to get into anime. Oh, Gurren Logan's a good first. So I'm glad that worked. Yeah, yeah. And like when I was younger, I watched like Yu-Gi-Oh and uh, of course Pokemon, like a lot of people. So I feel like it was a good jump into my first anime yeah i mean everyone watched Yu-Gi-Oh and pokemon those things are really fun though yeah. those yeah. Are... i actually saw a picture on reddit to was it reddit yeah someone posted it might have been on like the one piece subreddit i can't remember but it was like it was a picture that they had on their computer or on their desk and they just had like blue eyes white dragon Yu-Gi-Oh cards just like taped onto their monitor <laughs> like four or five of them and I don't remember what the post was about, but it wasn't about the Yu-Gi-Oh cards pasted or um, taped onto the monitor. And I was just like, what the hell? Why do they have, like, five blue eyes white dragons, like, on their computer? <laughs> it was so funny. I wish I remembered what, what post that was. Now I'm going to, like, flip through and see if I can find it, but <laughs> it was really funny. Uh, I can't remember his name now, but whoever Yu-Gi-Oh faced... Uh, didn't he have, like, multiple Blue-Eyes White Dragons in his deck? Yes, that's Okaiba. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
And it's not Yu-Gi-Oh. The main guy's name is Yugi Moto. Uh, yes, yes. That's like calling the main character of Pokemon Pokemon and not Ash. <laughs> Sorry, messed up there. <laughs> Feels bad. <laughs> it's all right. So you watched Gurren Lagann, and then mm-hmm. you haven't watched like that many anime though. You've watched what? What? Take us through what you've seen. Okay, so after that. I'm pretty sure I watched Fate Zero. Right. And that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was Toradora. It's good. And then I was stuck on One Piece for a very, very long time. And yeah. I went through that entire anime. Yeah, she watched the whole I'm thing of One Piece. That's pretty impressive. Yes. There aren't many humans who have done that. So... Got very, very into that. It was the only thing I watched for, um, like, 11 months. (laughs) That's commitment. True anime commitment. We gotta love it. Yeah. Okay, and then you watched Full Metal recently, right? Yes, recently I just watched Full Metal. Oh, and I watched Attack on Titan. Right, Attack on Titan. So those were the two, besides One Piece, that I've been watching. Right, and for the people who listen to this, it's from my alchemist brotherhood she watched. She did not watch the original, even though the original is good. I showed her Ready, Steady, Go recently, and what did you think of uh, Ready, Steady, Go? I mentioned it earlier in the podcast. Yeah, yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, it's a cool opening. Yeah, yeah. Like, I definitely played it a few times. I just remember like going to anime conventions when I was younger, and... People would just like see someone dressed up as Ed or Al, and they'd just be like, "Ready, steady, go!" It's just like kind of a meme now for Fullmetal Alchemist, and it's not even like in Brotherhood. And Fullmetal Alchemist, like the first thing you think of is like "Ready, steady, go," or the or that first opening they made because the the first opening of Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood is like super ungodly good. Yeah, you showed me the first opening for that, and. I was like honestly a little sad when they it stopped coming on at whatever episode. Yeah, but the other ones are really good too. The other openings yeah. are really good. The I first one was just so good though. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. I think Yui does the that opening, but I should probably check that. See who who did that opening. But um, anyhow, that was. As I talked about earlier, Fullmetal, I didn't watch it. I just read it when it was coming out monthly, but it's pretty damn good. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah, it is by Yui. It's, the song is, again, by Yui. I'm, I'm impressed that I knew that. Go me. Yeah, good job. Woohoo. So you watch that, and... <clears throat> oh, you're watching My Hero Academia. Where, where are you with My Hero Academia? So I am in the episode where they get to the arena and all the villains show up. Oh, you're pretty far. Yeah. Yeah, so you're in season one. That's... Yeah, season one. Yeah, so what do you think of the the anime so far? I like it. Um, just, like, still trying to, like, get into it, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, all, like, the characters have pretty cool the quirks and everything. And all, all, all my kind of reminds me of Superman in a way. 
Yeah, he's very, like, an Americanized superhero. Yeah, yeah. Stands for justice, super strong, fast, all that. Mm-hmm. What did you think of the uh, the fight between um, Deku and Bakchan in the training session? It was very clever. Like, you don't, you don't think he's, like, Deku's gonna, like, do very well because he's just like so nervous and like he just doesn't seem like he belongs there yet and he still like somehow like holds his own yeah he gets the win and that's like that's like his uh, i guess his like first fight really in the anime and it kind of like follows that trend where he just like outsmarts his enemies and that's kind of how he's able to do well even because his quirk is like super self-destructive yeah he like finds a way around it without having to use his quirk and break all his bones so it's very smart yeah trying not to uh kill yourself every single time you use your quirk <laughs> yeah is a uh, it's smart i mean i wouldn't yeah. want to do it you're very smart mm-hmm. yeah Most i was breaking your bones mm-hmm I was interested in hearing what you thought because I remember when the first season was coming out, me and Mary watched it and we were like, yeah, the first season, it's okay. Like, we're not in love with this anime, but it's pretty good. And then, like, season two came out and we were like, oh, man, I love this anime. I said it was my favorite anime that came out in 2017 because I think it's so much better. The The second season is a lot better. And... It- picks up and everything yeah it, it really builds on itself like you look back on like the first season and it's like not super exciting but it's really just like setting the stage building the characters getting deku in a spot where he can like actually not be just like a shit so yeah you kind of have to like see his background and personality because that's that's very important to like i guess who, who he'll be in the next season yeah but it's just kind of there yet yeah, it just sets the stage for it. And then we get the second season. We get some more awesome openings, more Plus Ultra. And it gets really good. Mm-hmm. Can't wait for that. Yeah, it's not really that long. I think it's only 26 episodes total. Yeah, yeah it's not as long as some of the other animes. Yeah, I mean, you watched all of One Piece, so... Yeah. <laughs> so how was how was that? I feel like I know people who have tried to watch all One Piece and they just get to a point and they're just like, "Oh, I'm I'm tapped out." But were you just like kind of loving it the whole time? I was loving it the whole time. I like mm-hmm. just wanted to keep watching. Didn't want to do anything else except watch One Piece. That's amazing. So many people complain about like how the pacing's really slow and it's like not watchable. I think those people are only comparing it to the manga, which like obviously moves a lot quicker. And but I know like you, oops, sorry, I know you didn't love the pacing, but was it like detrimental to the viewing experience? Not for me, because there are a lot of things that I found like funny and entertaining, like with the pace of everything. And I know I've talked to you about like certain things that happen. And you're like, oh, that didn't happen in the in the. Um, <laughs> <laughs> in the manga yeah yeah because yeah. they like do some uh spin-off stuff or just yeah. like filler just to take up space so they don't like get too close to canon material mm-hmm. 
Nice. So how does it compare to, like, watching an anime like Toradora, which is obviously, like, a lot shorter and way more condensed? So, like, those, like, I find those shorter anime are going to have, like, like, the short ones that are really good are going to be, like, tend to be more exciting because, I mean, there's, it's all just, like, densed together into, like, a few episodes versus, like, spread out over, like, tons and tons of episodes, like, did did that disparity like did you like notice something different or like a different approach when watching it or anything like that it's kind of a weird question to ask but well definitely during one piece like i had to take like breaks from it because like i was definitely into it the whole time but i think i would like let maybe a week or two go by without like watching any of it and like toradora like that's another thing i just finished like rather quickly (laughs) and then it was just like done Mm -hmm. and then i moved on but like one piece like i don't know that was just like a commitment yeah it almost feels like you're working trying to watch it all (laughs) you know you're like enjoying it you're like no no i like need to get through this all i haven't watched like exactly a really excuse me i haven't watched like a a long running anime in a really long time but the last one i watched i remember i was in high school (coughs) oh geez sorry and I watched this anime called Katekyo Hitman Reborn, and it was 200 episodes. And it took me like six months to watch it all. And I just felt like so accomplished that I got through all of it and finished it. But I haven't really watched like a really long anime since. And I kind of like forget that feeling of like just trying to grind through it. Cause now I watch like so many short things. I get like five episodes in, and I'm like, oh, this sucks. I'm not gonna watch this. Like, even this one anime, it's called Monster. It's like 75 episodes and it's mm-hmm. really good. And I'm like 15 episodes in and I haven't watched it in years just because I'm like, oh, it's so long, but it's really good. So it's, it can definitely be daunting to like watch really, really long anime. But yeah, luckily sure. a lot of like the ones that are, are like famous now, like One Piece or like things like Naruto, they were just like getting starting when I was getting into anime. So like, naruto like i just like jumped in and wasn't that far behind it took me like a year to catch up but i also watched like more filler than i watched canon material (laughs) on it so um but nowadays it's like a lot more it's a lot more difficult (laughs) to get into something like one piece because it's 900 fucking chapters yeah i've seen like memes out there about trying to get your friends into it and it's just like no but, I don't know, for me, I, it was just so good. Luffy is an incredible character, and it was, like, so fun to watch. Yeah, I feel like I remember telling, you told me, like, oh, yeah, I started watching One Piece, and I was like, don't watch One Piece. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you told me not to watch it. <laughs> Even though it's amazing, I was like, don't watch it. It's way too long. It's going to take you forever. And she finished it in, like, 11 months. She's like, oh, no, that was great. I was like, oh my god. Yeah, like, and I was like, right after I watched Toradora, I started watching a little bit of Attack on Titan. Like, I would watch those, like, occasionally. Like, I thought they were really cool. And then, all of a sudden, I just went into this one-piece, like, tunnel. Like, sucked in. So, did you have a favorite part in One Piece? Where you just like, oh man, Luffy versus Arlong is the coolest thing. I love the Nami arc. 
something like that. I that's the one arc that always stands out in my mind. It's not like mm-hmm. my favorite moment, but it's one that I've gone back and I reread it recently, like two weeks ago. I like reread the whole um, Arlong Park arc. Are there any arcs that just like stand out in your mind? You're just like this was like the peak of One Piece. Um. Oh, that's tough because I feel like I liked it all so much. Like, if I had to go back, I feel like I would almost start rewatching everything. <laughs> I mean, I can't blame um, you there. Yeah. Yeah, Arlong Park is really good. Uh, for some reason, like, I know you said that not a lot of people, like, really liked Thriller Bark very much, but I, like, really enjoyed that arc for some reason. It wasn't, like, the strongest one, but, like, I still found it, like, very entertaining. I thought the ending of the arc was, like, amazing. Like, the the fight versus Oz and then Gecko Moria, that was really good. And then, like, mm-hmm. the Bartholomew Kuma, Kuma stuff was also amazing. Yeah, that stuff was. And that was, like, a big thing for Zoro. Like, if I think yeah, back on, like... his big moment. Yeah. And it made you love him even more. Mm-hmm. Like, if I try to think back on my favorite One Piece moments, it would... Uh, I don't know. Like, my favorite fight is probably Luffy versus Usopp. I just yeah. think that's, like, was so emotionally driven. It was great. I, like, loved every second of that fight. I've watched it so many times. Like, I liked... um the Arlong Park stuff. I just, like, love, like, anything really with Nami. I think Nami's, like, one of my favorite characters. She's definitely, like, my favorite female anime character. I think that's, like, Mm -hmm. super easy. But I like that moment. Um, Skype, always stood out. Oh, the Bellamy. Luffy versus Val Bellamy the first time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember you telling me that when he just, like, beats him with one punch. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah, that's one of my... I'm just going through, like, favorite moments. I mean, the archipelago, like, that whole thing was really awesome. Um, um, Dress Rosa was definitely one of my favorite arcs, I think. Yeah, Dress Rosa was... It just had so much going on. Like, so much development. Luffy versus Doflamingo. I mean, where... And, like, even, like, that, that clip where Dofi is about to, like, stomp on Law's head... And Luffy, mm-hmm. like, puts his foot there, and there it's, like, the Battle of the Conquerors hockey. Like, that might be, like, one of the coolest parts in One Piece. But there's so much, it's very hard to say. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Or when uh, Luffy and Zoro make fun of Pika's voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was pretty funny. Yeah. It's supposed to be all serious, and then they just can't stop laughing at him. <laughs> oh, man. I could talk about One Piece all day. The, where we're at currently is really good, too, with uh, Whole Cake Island. I don't want to throw out too many spoilers just because I'm reading it. I don't like to talk about it a ton, but the, uh, the fight they're in is about to end, which is pretty exciting. And the yeah, the so new chapter should come out tomorrow, or I guess today for listening people, assuming this comes out on Thursday. Yeah. Which will be exciting. But 
All right, kind of, I guess one major last question. Maybe I'll have some spinoff questions. But uh, so not including One Piece, could you, could you pick a favorite anime that you've watched so far? Um, I would have to say Toradora. I absolutely love Toradora. Toradora. Not bad. I mean, yeah. I don't think many people would agree that Toradora is better than Fullmetal Alchemist, but... I yeah, really well, like they're, they're so different. Yeah, like, it's kind of hard to compare, right? Yeah. And uh, as a female, Taiga is, like, one of my all-time favorite characters. Like, out of, like, everything that I've watched in this entire universe. <laughs> like, including my Harry Potter obsession. Like, Ooh. she's one of my favorite characters. She better than uh, Hermione Granger? Well, uh, that's... Uh, I, 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 never mind. I can't say anything bad about Hermione, but Tiger's just awesome. Like she's a little fierce, but then she's also like really sweet. Oh man, you don't even you don't even know. Th- there's a name for people like that in the anime what? world. They're Sundere. Uh, I don't know that. Oh that man, that's like a typical anime thing where you have like. <laughs> this like tough bruiser girl on the outside but she's really like squishy and sweet on the inside yeah <laughs> it's like so a, that's what that's called yeah you call them sundere it's like t-s-u-n-d-e-r-e okay yeah they're like very common in anime these characters so i'm sure once i start watching a lot more i'll see more characters like that yeah you'll see more characters like taiga but taiga is like also special in her own ways I mean, yeah, she is. I like Ryuji a lot. He's like probably my favorite character in the show. He's just mm-hmm. so nice. He's so caring. Yeah, he's good at cleaning and cooking. Yeah, takes care of his mom. <laughs> oh my god, his mom. <laughs> <laughs> What's her name? I can't even remember. I don't remember oh. either. It's been um, a year since I watched Tori. Yasuko. Yes, Yasuko. And obviously mm-hmm. her last name is Takasu, which is the same as Ryuji's. Yes. But very, very good anime. I'm not surprised you put it as your favorite just because, I don't know. I guess it's a little surprising just because you've only watched, like, really good anime. Like, mm-hmm. You've only watched six, and they're all, like, I think they're really, really good. Yeah. So it's pretty, you didn't watch any, like, garbage stuff. Outside of, like, the ending of Fate Zero. But. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Poor Fate Zero. I remember showing you Fate Zero, and I was like, is this a good first anime to show people? And I think the, I think it is in the sense that it has a really strong, like, it has, like, a, a streamlined story that, like, makes sense and cool characters. And you kind of get the goal of it. It shows off a lot of strong suits of anime. Besides how it ends. Yeah. Like, I remember liking it and definitely, like, getting into the storyline. But at the same time, like, there were certain, like, things that would honestly, like, haunt my dreams. Like, with all the bugs, I would have, like, dreams about, like, all those, like, gross bugs all the time. Oh, yeah. That was kind of screwy. Yeah. So that one was just, like, always, like... It's messing with my head. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not bad. It leaves a lasting impression. 
whether yeah, that lasting yeah, impression is good it. or bad. <laughs> well, I mean, it was interesting. Yeah, I don't and it think definitely so. helped. Like, helped me on my anime kick. Yeah, I think it's a good first anime for people. You know, I think there are better mm-hmm. first anime, but it was on Netflix. I didn't want to weird you out with like Crunchyroll and anime websites, <laughs> so. It's like, oh, this is on Netflix. This is, it's got a good first episode. She'll like this. Yeah. Sweet. Well, I don't know. I didn't really have any other questions. I, I didn't like write anything down. I kind of just like went flowy with the conversation and try to talk about the different anime you've seen because you haven't watched like that many. But I think we pretty much covered them all. We didn't want to talk too much about Attack on Titan, but I mean. Yeah. You thought it was good, but not like... I mean, you didn't put it as your favorite. Toradora is better than Attack on Titan. Yeah. Toradora is... I don't know. For me, it's up there. I don't blame you. I think think that's fair. I want to see what Attack on Titan got for a rating. So it got an 8.5 for the first season, and people gave the second season 8.49. Probably a lot of people just gave the first and second season the same score. Toradora got an 8.4 on this website. People rated it, so pretty similar. There aren't too many mm-hmm. anime on my anime list that are rated, like, super uber high. Like, once you get, like, over 8.5, there... I think there's, like, 100 anime with ratings over 8.5. So mm-hmm. we're at, like, the tippy top of the iceberg we're picking mm-hmm. at, with Full Metal Alchemist being the top-rated anime here. Yeah, we didn't talk about that very much. Full metal? But that was, yeah. Oh, let's chat about, well, I I wanted to ask you about this. And I totally forgot when we were talking about this, like, off stream. Um, This, the episode with the guy who makes the homunculus out of his dog and his daughter. Oh, my God. That was, like, (laughs) (laughs) that was, like, sick. (laughs) <laughs> like the sense is like oh my god someone would actually do that to his family members like he wanted to be a state alchemist so badly that he he like murdered his family basically yeah basically and it's like thing is in the it was it was there in the so in the original full male alchemist brotherhood that episode exists and then they just remade it and did it again in in brotherhood so they had in the original and brotherhood and it was in the manga i've seen that episode so many times and there's so many memes about it now (laughs) like (laughs) it's just become like this huge meme episode for full metal even (laughs) though it's like super sad like i saw this um youtuber with uh uh it's mother's basement um jeff thule jeff thule thule something like that his name is mother's basement and he had a, a shirt that was the girl and the dog doing this fusion dance from Dragon Ball Z, which you don't know about, but yeah. it's basically like a fusion, like two characters come together and they form like one like super strong character and it's them like posing to like start doing the dance. And I was just like, oh my God, that hurts. And it's like the girl and the dog. I was like, damn it, Jeff, I hate you. Ugh. Hit me with them oh feels. God. Yeah, it was so sad. It's a little girl and her dog. 
Yeah, and, and I've and, always like, been the type of person like when anything happens to dogs, I get very sad. <laughs> well, yeah, she was definitely was more little... dog than human. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the worst part, like Ed, like knows it's the girl, and he walks up to the the homunculus, and it just says like "kill me," and you're just like, "Oh, my heart's broken." <laughs> yeah, that was like devastatingly sad. <laughs> And then you find out that he, like, did the same thing with his wife. And you're just like, no. Yeah, it feels super bad. I wanted to ask you about that episode. I remember when I asked how far you were, I was trying to figure out whether or not you had gotten to that point. But then we started about talking. We started talking about something else. And I totally lost track. Yeah, I think when I talked to you that first time, I wasn't there yet. Because I'm after I, I remember I watched it like pretty late at night and I was going to text you about it. But then I'm like, oh, yeah, it's so late right now. So <laughs> I think I just didn't. And then I forgot about it or tried to forget about it. Mm-hmm. No, that, that makes sense. And I can't forget about it because it's I mean, it shows up on the Internet so frequently. It's like a couple times a year. I'll see a post about it. Just like some meme. Someone just like. I don't, I don't even remember the memes about it, but it just feels super bad. I watched the episode with Mary the first time, my sister, and she was just like, oh my god, this is awful. I always remember that from Full Metal. For all the other like yeah. great parts of Full Metal, that's going to be like... Yeah, that one- part like stands out. <laughs> yeah, which is really bad, because I don't want that to be the standout part of such a great series. Yeah, because like, that's all I can think about right now, now that we're talking about it. I can't remember anything else. I know. It's such a big thing. <laughs> you can't take it out of your head. Uh. All right. <laughs> well, on that note, why don't we just wrap it up on Full Metal right. Alchemist? <laughs> had, to, had to ask the, uh, gotta, gotta ask the tough questions here on Anime Double Play. Yeah. So, I guess we'll just call it an episode. This is a, no Mary, the first episode without Mary. Damn, gonna get no listeners. Everyone wants Mary, no one cares about me. Feels bad, but uh, hopefully we brought the goods on episode, what am I on? Episode 45 of Anime Double Play, coming up on our year-long anniversary soon. Episode 52, right around the corner. Like six weeks around the corner, since I can do math. So that's going to be it leave comments on whatever platform you're looking at hit us up on twitter or wherever you're watching this listening to this say hey your opinion sucks or hey i like your opinion whatever works for you so let us know what you guys think and we will be back next week hopefully full cast minus amy she's not in the cast and uh we will see everyone again uh next week for episode 46 later